Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. WCW was a wild place. So many wrestlers from the company have come out and said it was basically the equivalent of the inmates running the asylum, and as such, the backstage environment was bonkers. And we wonder why it died. And do you want to know how crazy this got? Of course you do. I'm Sam from What Culture. Please do hit that subscribe button. And this is 10 shocking behind-the-scenes stories WCW didn't want you to know about. Number 10, Chris Jericho calls out Scott Hall. Chris Jericho doesn't take your crap. It is an admirable quality that Le Champion has kept up throughout the years and one we could all learn from. You have worth make sure people don't stomp on it. But straight from Jericho's own autobiography when he was backstage at WCW, he talked about how Scott Hall was a guy who enjoyed winding others up backstage. There's a story that he once told a brand new tag team that he loved their finish and that he can't wait to kick out of it, and one day this extended to Chris when in no uncertain terms, the former Razor Ramon told Jericho that he wasn't drawing any money. Sheesh. This carried on until Scott Norton told him to stand up for himself, so he did. Waiting for the next comment, the Lionheart stood up, told Hall not to fly and speak to him that way and amazingly scott hall backed down i suppose it was a test or rite of passage or something so there you go stand up to bullies kids you don't deserve it number nine the flock became a real problem raven was a highlight of wcw in the mid 90s he had his flock and between them they became one of the better groups beneath the main event that fans were interested in as it turned out there was a lot more to this than it seemed speaking to rf video former member scotty riggs admitted that often they would get wasted before they came out to sit at ringside something that became a massive issue because wcw didn't want them doing that other recruit hammer even got them booted out one night after lighting up a cigarette next to a security guard the major fear was that fans would spot them swallowing pills which apparently also used to do this was a big reason why the flock was disbanded in 1998 number eight hammer returns i'm not sure why hammer was so desperate to be controversial but after all this he joined wcw's misfit stable in 2000 along with general rection lieutenant loco corporal cajun with our man himself transforming into private stash no wonder people hated world championship wrestling at the turn of the millennium seemingly not realizing how dumb this all was anyway stash was annoyed that the other rankings in the group were higher than his and i hope at this point everyone being told this allowed their brains to explode as such he got promoted to major stash 
and seriously. One of these dudes was named after a penis. Did he really need to feel like he was being looked over? Also, go with Sergeant Stash. At least that has a ring to it. I'm not surprised nobody wanted this to get out into the wild either. It just makes the whole company look stupid for both making the faction and agreeing to this nonsense. Number seven racism no entry we ever do here at what culture should start as this one just has but this is very sadly the world we live in sometimes so when charles wright or wwe's the godfather was asked about jumping ship to become an enforcer in the nwo he got some very worrying advice from longtime friend ron simmons speaking on the scheduled for two falls podcast wright told the story where farouk was very forthright about how he would be treated or how he would likely get racially abused and how his reaction which would rightfully be smacking somebody in the face would just destroy any kind of push it put charles off moving obviously and later in the same show he talked about how virgil being clowned around by the new world order was all the evidence he needed this should never have to be a conversation and the fact it is was straight up terrible it's also why we have to call it out when we see it you gotta accept people for who they are damn it we're all the same number six buff bagwell's fake death plans Oh boy. When Buff Bagwell suffered an almost career-ending injury in April 1998 on Thunder, there was real concern because of course there was. The fear was Rick Steiner's bulldog gone wrong may have paralyzed the man, meaning he may never walk again. Forget wrestling. So for some reason, WCW apparently thought this would be prime material for a story. Coming from the mouth of Bagwell on the Sitting Ringside podcast, he said that Eric Bischoff pitched him a fake death angle where the company would announce he had died in a plane crash while recovering. Then come the Halloween Havoc paper view a ghostly apparition would be lowered from the rafters which would naturally be buff what the flub is this this was also apparently seriously chatted about backstage and officials hoped this would be a major surprise they got that bit right i think my jaw would have fallen through the floor in fairness to bischoff he has always maintained that the fake death story was for him as some of the audience were aware he flew his own plane but either way don't do pretend death thingamajigs in wrestling i want to try and enjoy it Number five, Bobby Heenan in the bathroom. Most of us know the story how The Miz had to use the public bathroom along with the fans after being kicked out of the WWE locker room. This sounds like a step way too far, but more or less it's always been the curse of a new wrestler. This wasn't the case with Bobby Heenan. But during an interview in 2003, the brain revealed that for some reason WCW also took this tact and told announcers to use the same toilets as the audience. Heenan also claimed he had to get dressed in a public cubicle, and if that is true... Come on, man. That is not cool and it's straight up bad. It's not like a room couldn't have been secured for the commentary team. And if nothing else, it's just so damn unnecessary. You're also not going to help morale, although that was a constant problem in WCW, the kings of, ironically, pissing people off. Number four, fake Diesel and fake Razor. Through many different interviews, both Scott Hall and Kevin Nash have told this story, and it is wild. In late 1996, WCW had caught wind that Razor, Ramon, and Diesel were returning to the then WWF, and they panicked. So Rama asked the men behind these gimmicks what the deal was. Management just threw a ton more money at them, which of course they accepted. If someone had simply had a conversation, this wouldn't have been necessary. And Nash especially has recounted how he stood backstage at Nitro, smugly grinning as Rick Bogner and Glenn Jacobs walked to the ring instead as fake Razor Ramon and fake Diesel. It is said that Eric Bischoff's face just dropped into his shoes. Hall followed this up by thanking Bogner for the extra cash, and all of this does mean World Championship Wrestling legitimately thought their two new recruits were just going back to the competition. Now, there is every chance this is an in-joke between the friends, but the fact you can kind of believe it... 
Well, that is not good. Number three, Bret Hart's stalker. Bret Hart is allowed to be as bitter as he wants. The WWF screwed him, and WCW had no clue how to use one of the best wrestlers ever. Wouldn't you be pissed? In three years in World Championship Wrestling, he was just another guy, and that is terrible. He had more reasons to be miserable, too, as he revealed on his Confessions of the Hitman podcast. Talking about how dangerous stalkers followed him from town to town regardless what company he was with. It got really bad in World Championship Wrestling when he went to officials to sort this out, and they did the grand total of nothing. So when one of these individuals then stabbed a police officer, meaning they were secretly carrying a knife, Brett once more tried to plead his case, but to mostly deaf ears. That's just bad. It's why jumping in the ring if you're a fan is also not cool. No one knows what you may or may not have, and there are stories out there where such things did go bad and went bad fast. So don't do it. Number two, Sting at Starcade. Starcade 1997 was one of the biggest WCW events ever. At the time, fans were ridiculously excited about it too, but behind the scenes, things were already going south. Because of course they were. But when Eric Bischoff and Hulk Hogan saw Sting walking around, they decided he looked pale and they decided he looked out of shape. Now, it's true that the Stinger was going through some personal problems at the time, but this was enough for Hogan to decide he couldn't possibly do the job for Steve Borden, so we should change the plans. Even though there was only one plan that would have, one, made sense, and two, satisfied the fans. It then became nuts as referee Nick Patrick was told multiple finishes to the same match, and what we ended up with was a fast count that wasn't a fast count, Bret Hart getting involved, and it was just utterly confusing all around. WCW's big moment had been ruined. We will never know exactly what the deal here was, but it kind of doesn't matter. All the crowd wanted was for Sting to finally get his revenge on the NWO, and while he did, he also didn't. That's dumb, that's awful, I hate everything. Number one, Hulk Hogan brings a knife to work. What are we even doing? But as we built to Road Wild in 1998, Eric Bischoff witnessed what can only be described as insanity. Hulk Hogan, who usually made sure he came across as nothing other than cool and collected, was losing it at Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. Who knows why it was WCW. As Bischoff looked on, though, he noticed a knife in Hulk's fanny pack. And as said on his 83 Weeks podcast, still has no idea whether this was a regular thing or a one-off. Eric, my man, ask him, please. This is not normal behavior. Understandably, Bischoff was worried that Hogan may grab this from his bag and start swishing it around and described the aggressiveness that day as real. He even admitted he couldn't remember another time when the Hulkster was this wound up. Now, the knife never did come out, but still, don't carry around sharp weapons. Do we need to make this clear? No. No, we don't. Or clearly, we do. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.